In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. 911 emergency. Search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents. Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm Sarah Levine here as always with Danny Murphy, Cashmore with a K. Cashmore with a K. Uh-huh. Oh, and I'm Casey. Hi. Casey <laughs> with a C at Caseface B on Instagram. Follow me, damn it. I know, follow me. Your name to Casey with a K to make it more consistent. Yeah. <laughs> like I like I did when I was in third grade and decided I was K-A-Y-C-E-E. No. Ooh. Oh God. For, like, Three That's weeks in, in fifth Casey grade. Casey and the Sunshine like, Band, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was like, I'm going to put a Y in the middle of my name. Ugh, come on now. <laughs> Talk about why would you do that, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I feel like all today, we're not, we might be a Casey, a Sarah, and a Danny, but all collectively, we're Britney, bitch. We're Britney, yes. bitch. Britney, bitch. That I is mean, right. we cannot stop talking to her. If you came to uh, the happy hour, you know that that week we talked about her there. We're talking about her here. We're going to go a little more in depth with legal stuff because shit's going down. Shit's going down. It's happening. I mean, everyone has been pretty much, you know, posting in the group, not another true crime group on Facebook, constantly about Britney Spears. We're all concerned. Um, everyone wants us to try to get to the bottom of what's going on. And so we kind of attempted to do that. I think there's a lot going on right now. There's like all these like viral infographics yeah. on Instagram. And I personally like, I always just don't trust those because they never like list any sources or anything. So I'm like, you could have just made this up. And um, also it's like one of those things when like, uh, like, I don't know when like, Je- I'll call I'll call out Gen Z when they like reinvent like Jello. Do you know what I mean? They're like, oh my God. And we're all like, we've been eating that since the like 90s. It's kind of the same with them being like on TikTok worried for Britney when it's like, yeah, no, we've all been. Yeah, join the club. We all survived the Gawker and Jezebel years of 07 Britney. We've been aware, but it's gaining traction now on like every, on like all the, all all the teens are worried about her along with the not teens. So we're, we're invested. Us, Us, the not teens. (laughs) And I guess we should probably also say like, there's so much surrounding this. I mean, that we're going to talk about what we have, like, but, but I mean, like there's her her entire timeline would take up a week's worth of a podcast to actually discuss Truly. i mean oh. i mean like you i mean try googling britney spears and then try getting all that information into an hour <laughs> like it's just it's so it's like it's so much so we've got like definitely we're going to explain like the, the conservatorship but like I don't know. We're probably we're not going to go into the all the backstory, of and we're not even going to get into like what she was doing the entire time because it's kind yeah. of like I, we'll touch on it a bit, but it's like if you remember, you remember. If, if you were there, yeah. No, you know. If you know, uh, yeah. So we're just going to try to like basically 
do the best we can as we always do speaking of i got a dm to our instagram natc pod um someone told us that anguilla is pronounced anguilla. like vanilla anguilla, like how yeah. white people would think you pronounce it but we were oh. trying to be too fancy with it yeah my jersey was right like okay so, I know it's it's sorry. almost like Anguilla almost feels weirder than Anguilla. You it know? sounds but like I guess when you it's like not at, about us. It it's sounds not about like my mouth. If you were to go to a restaurant and ask for a quesadilla, like it just sounds <laughs> wrong. Mm, mm-hmm. I, yeah, Oof. but we apologize but, to our yes, we are sorry friends. for getting that wrong. And next time we talk about that place, we will do better. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, Sarah gave her her uh, celeb apology. We'll do better, as Casey always calls out. See. Oh yeah. I'm making a coffee table book just called I'll do better. That would be so good. And it would, it could be like just screenshot notes app apologies, like compiled in a book. And then like the worst picture of, and then the worst picture of that celeb I can find. Or their mugshot. Or their mugshot. I'm so into this idea. Thank you so much. Okay. You are very welcome. Let's get into (laughs) speaking of, I don't know. No, no real transition there. Speaking of celebrities, we're just going to get into the kind of basic timeline of the conservatorship and how it all began. Um, as we know, Brittany suffered that notorious breakdown in 2007. She was photographed driving with her son on her lap, which is a big no-no. She yeah. shaved her head. She ran after the paparazzi with the umbrella, the whole nine. We Pumped all remember. A few cigarettes, we were wore low-rise pants, yeah. It, I know. She yeah. was like, photographed like crying on a curb, just begging people to leave her alone. It was a, it was a fucking full-blown meltdown. It was yeah, full like, blown. It was bad. Yeah. It was yeah. a breakdown. We remember it. We're old. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then it, it all started in 2008. She made several trips to rehab, and then she was placed under two 5150 holds, which is a psychiatric. 5150. 5150, thanks. Mm-hmm. See? Ang- Anguilla, 5150. <laughs> Ask she's your placed- crazy friends. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your friends that have been on one. Thank you so much. Wow. Wow. So <laughs> this is basically just like a psychiatric hold, and it's a process by which an adult can be placed under an involuntary 72-hour hospitalization when mm-hmm. they're evaluated to be a danger to others or to themselves or gravely disabled. Um, according to reports from 2008, I seriously like went digging deep in the internet Brittany was hospitalized on January 3rd and then again on January 31st. Um, So two times, 2008, within the same month. Um, And then she was placed under a temporary conservatorship in February 2008. Um, Jamie Spears, her dad, was named the conservator and also an attorney, Andrew Wallet, were named the conservator of the estate. It's Um, so weird that I literally remember where I was when I heard this. Yes. Where were you? I was in Thailand. We were sitting wow. in like our room in Copagan uh, no, because we were going to a full moon party where you just, where we all split one drink and got hammered. I was like, maybe that drink. Hey. That's, that's why you check your drinks. I talked I about this say, last episode. That's yeah. status. That's exactly. Um, but I remember because we, we were following closely and we didn't have wow. like, there was no like internet or anything like that. So the only channel that came through was Fox News on this like Thai TV and Yikes. they like talked about it. It was also, I think Heath, Heath Ledger died also during this period. Oh, oh shit. So that was that the time. only, that was the only news we got in, in Thailand. We were like, 
getting drunk on buckets of Red Bull and vodka and just being like, what's going on with Britney and what's and going the on celebrities. with celebrities? Yeah. And, this, and, wow. and, and all we cared about was the celebrities back home. I know. Also, that I love 12 years later, nothing has changed in your life. Chugging vodka saying, what's going on with Britney? That is I know. True. I know. Wow, it all comes back. It does. You don't change. People don't change. Oh, my gosh. They mm-hmm. don't change. One important thing about that note or about that day in court was that Britney's mom, Lynn, was there. Um, which I think is noteworthy because, like, later on, her support of the conservatorship is going to maybe flip. Um, And at that time, the conservatorship was, like, a really short-term one. It was only until February 4th. So the conservatorship, it gives whoever the conservator is is the power to restrict visitors, have around-the-clock security, access to all medical records. Um, What else? They can take actions to secure all liquid assets including credit cards and um you kind now, of like are, yeah are under their watch for any stuff. yeah like basically they have a ton of power over what she could do so now like britney's assets career estate negotiations are managed between her father and an attorney and all her yeah. financial decisions must be documented in these court reports they're um, also like in charge of her person they're in charge of what she can and like like basic things like driving and stuff like oh, that. Like as Starbucks, well. like anything. Yeah. 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 And they can also um, like restrict who can see her. Yeah. And an interesting thing too, is that they can use the conservatorship to block legal actions, which was done famously ish to prevent Bernie from appearing in a deposition in Orlando, like re- related to some dude who was her manager, like suing her. Um, but that's not super related, but the point is like the conservatorship, is i don't know very serious um but it it started as a temporary arrangement so it started on february 4th or it started in february it was supposed to go to the fourth then on february 4th there was another hearing about the conservatorship um according to mtv who reported on at the time Brittany had a lawyer uh adam streisand barbara streisand's second cousin i'm obsessed like (laughs) i love it it all just comes together um and britney's lawyer wanted to fire jamie as her conservator but the court ultimately didn't recognize him as britney's lawyer so he literally got thrown out of the courtroom and this is crazy to me because um jamie spears's attorney argued that britney did not have the mental capacity to hire a lawyer and then on top of that, a court-appointed investigator who spoke to Brittany for apparently 15 minutes claimed that she didn't understand the proceedings and, like, the process and what it would all entail. So the commissioner ejected the lawyer from the courtroom. And this, to me, was, like, wild because I feel like it just shows how kind of easy it can be to, I don't know, use a system once you're already in it. Well, right, because also it's the thing, if someone, ex- if I was, like, in corp or something and someone explained to me told me to explain 800 parts of it i'd be like what is going on like you know what i mean i feel like it's easy to be taken advantage of in that moment yeah i mean we don't really know like what was said or what that investigator asked her but i just thought that was wild that she um hired an attorney and then God. later her dad claimed that she actually didn't have the ability to hire one she this and this is like a theme too because i think there's been a couple times during this during the last i mean it's been what fucking over a decade that she's try keeps trying to hire lawyers and they keep being like, Oh, sweetie. Like it's, it, it's yeah, a bit infuriating. Yeah. Urban. Yeah. 
It's seriously disturbing. So then um, in this February 4th meeting, that conservatorship gets extended to February 14th. Um, at that hearing, Jamie's attorney said that Jamie only wanted to watch over his daughter's assets while she's healing and would return control once she's well. Well, what is it, 12 years later and mm -hmm. control has not been returned. Mm -mm. If anything, it's been, she's been taken more advantage of, I feel like. Yeah. On March 10, 2008, the commissioner, Reva Getz, who was like the same, con the same commissioner from this whole time, who is like basically the judge. I'm, I'm guessing from context clues in this situation, and I'm sure someone will tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> um, granted, like she listened, she's like, hey, Sarah, it's Reva here. Yeah. Reva, yeah, no, someone will be like, well, actually a commissioner is blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, granted Brittany a $1,500 weekly allowance on a debit or credit card, which is also wild because she was worth millions of dollars at this point. Yeah. We're given the girl who gave us toxic fifteen hundred a week. That's yeah. and that's how much she still gets. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean it's, it's yeah, that she's got so I mean, she's made so much money and so much and it's yeah, fifteen hundred dollars. She can't use it. Um so this was still even the the temporary conservatorship, which was later extended until July 31st. So they just keep like pushing it back, pushing it back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, also in this same time period, Brittany appeared on an episode of How I Met Your Mother, um, which aired in March 2008. But frankly, I don't know when it was filming. So I don't really know if she was filming it while still under the conservatorship, if it had film been filmed before. No, it was. It was, I think, the whole, th the timeline things that are being posted is that she basically went in to go film this, like, a month or, well, like, a yeah, few weeks Yeah, that's what's being posted on, like, Instagram, but there's no mm -hmm. real way, as far as I could tell, to, like, corroborate that fact. Right. Well, this is allegedly, she, yeah. they said she was mentally unstable, and then they put her to work, like, a couple right. weeks later. This is what, this, this, this story that we are... Yeah, I'm not really waiting. sure about it because the interesting thing is like this coincided with this huge L uh, writer strike. So the mm. season actually had to pause from December to March um, because of the strike. So again, I just don't entirely know. But we're waiting for Ted Mosby to comment until then. Please, you know. Ted, <laughs> let us know. I'd rather yeah. have a comment from Barney personally. <laughs> I feel Ooh, like it'd be a bit more colorful. Yeah, that would be more fun. Some pizzazz. <laughs> Yeah. But I feel like Ted would give us the most accurate yeah. comment. Yeah, because Ted's a loser. <laughs> I don't, yeah. No, he's like, <laughs> Ted's a nerd. <laughs> Classic Schmosby. <laughs> so then in August 2008, the court extended the conservatorship to December 31st. Her, um, oh, is that her birthday? No, her birthday is December 3rd. Oh, I was like, wow, is her birthday on New Year's Eve? December 2nd. Oh, December 2nd. And Justin Timberlake is January 31st. Okay, there we go. Yeah. That's where I was getting wow. my wires crossed. Yeah, I used to, I read Bop. I read Bop religiously. Oh my God, Bop. I was, was more a of a J14 girl, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, was, I read any of them that had their pictures on them. That's true. I mean, oh my God. Tiger Beat, a classic. All of them. So this was supposed to go from like August to December. Then in October 2008, according to the Daily Mail, a court, for some reason, ruled that Jamie would maintain indefinite control of her personal and financial affairs. So that's when this temporary arrangement became permanent, still existing today. Um, 
A court-appointed attorney said that Brittany understood the details of the conservatorship and chose not to oppose the agreement. So now she has to petition to end the arrangement. Um, the commissioner said that she made the arrangement because Brittany was susceptible to undue influence. And this is like when we're going to talk about the sketchy guy in a sec. Um, what's also interesting and people are bringing up too on Instagram is that um, also in October 2008, again, at the same time that this court is ruling that Brittany is like so susceptible to influence that she can't manage yeah. her own affairs. The video for Womanizer premieres and it was filmed on September 24th and 25th, 2008. So like literally right before this, um, as a fun fact, it was directed by Joseph Kahn, who does like all of Taylor Swift's music videos. Yeah, he's so good. I mean, I, rem I remember when that music video came out, Womanizer was so good. Prolific. Um, and this is kind of where like the, the free Britney angle is going to come in, which we'll talk about a little bit later in more depth. But like, just keep in mind that she's having all these court dates um, her conservatorship is like saying that she is not well enough to like manage her own affairs at the and same time. And she has two time. kids at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And she's got And the babies. whole time she's going through this, like, I didn't even get and into she's this, going, but a she's divorce. going through this custody battle and also custody with battle. Kevin Federline, like this entire time as well. So yep. there's just like yep. a, a lot happening in this poor woman's life. Um, well, yeah. Also, because that's my thing. It's like, yeah, I would be losing my mind too if I'd I be losing my fucking shit. I lose my mind for a lot less. Like, yes, yeah. I've almost shaved my head eighty times in quarantine, mainly because I'm bored, but also because I'm sweaty, and also because sometimes the Wi-Fi goes out. I'm not. I'm not arguing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've done a lot more for less. Yeah, truly. Um, and then more recently, um, in 2019, Jamie requested a conservatorship be extended to more than 10 states, including Louisiana, where Brittany's from, right? Yeah. yeah. That's right. Okay, phew. Had a heart attack moment. Um, and another reason why this is coming, getting brought up again with like renewed interest is because the agreement has been extended until at least August 22nd, but I believe that there is going to be a court date on August 22nd. Ooh, that's going to be an intense one. Yeah, so I, it's so funny. This is someone's, uh, we're going to get into what Kassara what, pointed out, the undue influence that they all said Brittany was susceptible to and was in her presence. And I remember this guy, like when you hear this guy's name, mm -hmm. my skin just starts to crawl because you remember he's the, if, even if you don't think you know him, you've definitely heard of him. And when you Google pictures from Brittany around this time, you're like, oh, that guy. Like he was in all of the photos. Mm -hmm. With that yeah. classic baseball cap. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like a cream. Just like has pastrami on the breath, like a weird energy with that. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> pastrami breath? Like some people have it. I feel. He has PBE, pastrami yeah, breath energy. Ew. Yeah. Um, but Sam Lefty. Uh, I no feel like Kevin James has a bit of pastrami oh. breath energy. On rye. <laughs> KJ on rye. Like that. I don't know why no. it's the thing, but I, I do like that it's a thing. It's oh it's a full thing. Uh if anyone likes pastrami though, good for you. Just have an Altoid after. You know what I mean? Like Kevin James. <laughs> don't go breathing on anyone. Altoid. Yeah. You know who else? I also feel like when if you looked at Justin Throw in the right way, you'd be like, that's a guy that eats nothing mm. but pastrami as well. But he would have like very no, I feel like he eats like only quinoa. And no, like healthy he, stuff. Well, he would have an like a tartine pastrami, and it'd be like yeah. with like cheese melted on top. So he's like, "It's French," and you're like, "Justin, why are you suing your neighbors?" <laughs> <laughs> he's literally like suing his neighbors. <laughs> Is he Justin Throw? 
Yeah, it's some drama about the shared roof. Who knows? Again, I would shave my head for that. Yeah. We'll I shave head for Justin Thoreau. Girl. <laughs> or a roof. We'll shave head for roof access. Yeah. <laughs> I would shave my head for roof access at this point. Fuck yeah. Wood, wood shave room. Yeah. Wood shave head for backyard in New York. <laughs> New York. I, would, I would do like a lot more for a lot less. All right. Right with Aperol Spritz. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you know what? I, I would do nothing for Sam Lufty right now, though. True. Sam no, Lufty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one knows where he came from. He sort of just appeared. Um, according to uh, imdb.com, he served as an associate producer of the 1998 film Circles, also known as Crossing Paths. You know a movie is not successful if it could also be known as another title and neither of them ring a bell. No. Uh, yeah, and in 2001, Crossing Court. So he's kind of just like a Hollywoody type of person. Uh, a crossing po- paths and crossing cords, but not crossroads? I don't believe it. Ooh, Shonda Rhimes vehicle, God bless. I do not believe it. Yeah. So um, a profile titled, quote unquote, Sam Lefty, uh, on the networking on LinkedIn, lists him as an independent media production professional. So I'm going to go unemployed with a trust fund uh, with <laughs> education from University of Southern California. Nowadays, <laughs> it's like unemployed with like 10 followers on Instagram. Yeah, and they're like private, but like with the fake verified badge. Uh, the school's alumni website, uh, interestingly enough, does not list him as a past student. <laughs> Interesting. Or maybe he faked his way onto that. Uh, maybe he got that D. Gary Young fake diploma thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, UCS I'm from, not USC. Yeah. Uh, and that was from CBS News. So in October of 2005, this businesswoman, uh, Jumana Issa, filed a complaint in LA against him. It was later dismissed the following year in March 06 because she failed to appear for a preliminary hearing. Jumana. Uh, but when contacted by phone, she refused to comment. So I feel like she kind of just moved on from everything. Uh, in court papers, the Westside Escrow Cor- uh, Corporation owned, uh, cl- oh, the owner of that corporation claimed that Lefty started harassing her from the day of a closing an escrow account for him after he demanded canceling uh, a check that uh, he's that she said she was unable to stop payment on. I mean, people are gonna, if someone gives me a check, I'm not gonna stop a payment on it. Um, Issa said that Lefty antagonized her repeatedly with obscene emails. This kind of just shows you his character. Uh, yeah. Builds you up of him not being a very trustworthy person, especially for our girl, Brittany. Uh, obscene emails, offensive faxes, and late night voicemails hanging up on her around 15 to 20 times a day, according to court documents. Issa described her idea as an overwhelming nightmare. Uh, Lefty allegedly wrote in facts provided by Issa, come on, big lady, I know you're capable of responding. Put down the donuts and call me. What the fuck is wrong with him? Interestingly really enough, weird. most people message me on Tinder with that. I'm like, and I'm, <laughs> I'm like, how do you know I'm eating donuts? Uh, no, but that is truly shithead behavior. Like, what the, what a jackass. Yeah. It just goes to show that, like, he it's just like you know he is just like preys on different yeah. on different things and he, different people and, and kind of with that too he preys on different people and identities and kind of he's all talk he's very much going to try to talk his way to the top and try to convince himself to be in a convenient situation so kind of with this he claims that he was Britney's manager from 07 to 08 which we all know i mean this is kind of the this which is like of, super suspect yeah, hard yeah he just right he just kind of showed up and was like, I'm your manager. And she's like, okay. 
Yeah, but like it's unclear if he really actually did any managing. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not believing it. I'm not crediting him with any development. Like I could claim to be Bernie Spears' manager. I, yeah. I anyone her, can. Yeah. I'm like I send. Uh, I send paint by numbers to L. A. Here and there. I'm her manager in a sense. Right. She loves to paint. Um, <laughs> bitch, bitch, be painting, and I mean God bless. Uh, but her father, of who Jamie, accuses him of being a bad influence. That's kind of like pot calling kettle, but you know, just my opinion. Uh, Brittany got a restraining order against him in 2009. So I mean, this kind of even shows that she, either her or her team or whoever's controlling her, was like, we need to distance herself from him. Uh, in the order against Lufty, uh, Lynn Spears says that her daughter met him in October 2007, and that he essentially moved into Brittany's home and has uh, decided to take control of her life, home, finances, kind of the whole nine yards. She described witnessing a situation of tight control manipulation with uh, Lefty calling the shots on her medication, which is so concerning and scary. Well, there was, there was the whole rumors that he was like putting it in her food. And that's what, cause this yeah. is when she was hanging out with Sam Lefty was when she was at her like weirdest, like she was wearing pink wigs everywhere. Mm-hmm. I, like this was, I feel like this, I, this might've been during her barefoot time, but like- I was thinking yeah. that like the gas station. Yeah. Yeah. Although I think the gas station, she still had her real hair. She was wearing the wigs because ah. her hair was like growing back. But yeah. Lufty was like, he was the guy that where she was at her like most troublesome where you just, she was wearing the glasses and that's when her face always kind of looked like ah. she was like hungover or something like, you know, and, and she and, looked like yeah. every like college student on a Sunday all for like a year. Yeah. Truly, yeah. truly, truly, truly. And it's also an interesting thing too, which I mean, there's nothing totally based on that but it's sort of a weird thing you're her manager during this having her going out and also then like who's calling the paparazzi or you know what i mean that's just a whole different ball game to go under but you know he's just a very not trustworthy person well i uh, think at this time too she was like dating a guy that like she was like loosely dating a guy who was a paparazzi yeah yeah so eh, not the best yeah so uh super, but yeah, super so, sketch. uh lefty yeah. was kind of controlling everything about her i know even like uh Brittany's like hair and makeup team all hated him too. A lot of people yeah. against him. I'm sure. Yeah, CNN reported that Brittany's attorneys filed an 81-page filing accusing him of trying to insinuate himself into Miss Spears's life with disastrous results for her, which we've clearly seen some of those happen. Uh, the filing says that Lefty pretended to have a professional association with her when in rea- when quote in reality he was only a parasite attempting to gain attention by associating himself with her celebrity and attempting to keep her isolated and under his influence. It's just so heartbreaking. This girl has only been like kept captive by all these men trying to profit off of her, which I mean, you hear about happening in Hollywood with celebrities, but like Britney to the nth, nth degree. Uh, He was accused of sending Britney's mom disparaging texts, which I mean, are we surprised from his track record with uh, the case earlier? No, that's his MO, I feel. In May 2019, in May 29, in May 2019, (laughs) uh, I'm like, you Gen Z kids, no jello. Yeah. Uh, In May 2019, Britney was granted a five-year restraining order, fucking finally, from him. Uh, He can't uh, make disparaging statements about Britney, her family, her career, or her conservatorship. Uh, in 2014, also, this is a weird tie-in. This is uh, the craziest yeah. twist. 
Speaking of how I uh, learned what a 5150 was, it was from <laughs> this case. Right. Uh, in 2014, Lefty also allegedly was advising Amanda Bynes. So okay. I clings to people obviously going through, celebrities going through their worst moments. Uh, advising Amanda Bynes in an attempted lawsuit against her parents. Apparently in reality, Lefty was allegedly working with Amanda's parents and tricked her into flying home to LA only to have the 5150 uh, psychiatric hold issued to her by the court. Yeah, this is the craziest thing. He was basically like yeah. double agenting Amanda Bynes, which like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. And he yeah. kind of got close to her to be like, oh yeah, just fly to LA, we'll file this lawsuit against your parents. And then she did, and it was like, gotcha. Yeah, no wonder she set her neighbor's lawn on fire. Remember that? Wow. Yeah, like how was he billing himself that his parents were like, this is the guy that we get? I Well, how did, yeah, like he, I don't even know how he linked up with her parents. Like was I that also, the, was that the plan the whole time? Or did he like flip on her midway? Like, I, I know. Because I also thought that Amanda's parents were good to her for the most part from the hearings. But also then I also feel like, I mean, any person with a child star kid who's been paying their mortgage for years you never know i know that's what i was about to say it's like you want to believe the parents but i i'm just implicitly distrustful of any parent who would like but send their young child to hollywood yeah you know what i mean it's like it, it never really ends well as we've seen yeah besides for i also i also think this this lefty time was when and i think he was heavily involved in like because again i I think I, and this is just what I like recall from the actual time, like living through, like being, you know, an Us Weekly subscriber and all that stuff, you know, with the meds. I think he was the one that essentially, he said something to her that led her, there was some kind of custody thing happening, but she was, it was when Sam Lefty was heavily in her life when she locked herself in the bathroom with Jaden. And then there was pictures, there was that. It was like, I think somebody was coming to, because she also like, they. Oh yeah, didn't he, wasn't he? Did I read this where like she was locked in the bathroom and and they told her to stay in the bathroom? I don't. There was there's something, something that happened like that. where I think she was she was involved in in somehow that happening where she was like told something. Yeah, I think like maybe she thought that she was like told like they were in trouble or something like something. There was something really fucked up. But I know that Sam Lefty was a big part of that. And then of course you know after he was at the hospital with her too. So of course he was. She part, was yeah. Yeah, and of course there was after she was locked in the room with Jaden, there was the video, the the pop shots of her being like on the stretcher, being put into the um, ambulance. Um, oh yeah. Oh. So he was he was heavily involved in the like in this part because because truly though like it is weird that after he was kind of gone, the behavior wasn't there was like we didn't see that side of her for a bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because she well, she was wrapped up and then just came out with album album. Like they kind of just put her back in a workhorse. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's this 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 whole this whole period because I think it was like like a two year period, like a two yeah. year or two and a half or a year and a half period like, where he was like, they never were not together. Mm-hmm. Every time you saw a picture of Britney, Sam Lefty was next door. It's just wild. Scary. Um, that, this guy, that guy honestly kind of like scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Especially like that somebody these just people. I, yeah. And how is he even getting access? Especially Our, since Brittany is so heavily guarded and so heavily 
That's um, a good point. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she has, unless it's like all coming from the inside, because even, so when I was watching for the record, the, the MTV documentary from 2000 and it was eight or nine, it was like, right. She was, she, she's talking about her breakdown in 2008 and all that stuff. And she's very aware, but they like were interviewing one of the, and just made me so sad. Cause by the way, if you guys watch that, it's, you can watch it in parts. I know I told you to, but you can watch it in parts and she's so well-spoken. She's so coherent. It's such a different person than we see on her Instagram today. But this, they were interviewing this one paparazzi guy that was like talking about how her security guards, you know, how, cause you, you watch these videos of her being just suffocated, but she's never had a moment to herself. Breathe, all this stuff. Yeah. And it was her security guard, like her security team would tell the paparazzi where they were going to be. Like there was nobody, Ew. she couldn't, she couldn't trust people, you know, it just, it sucks. And this well, is kind of, everyone wanted to make a buck off of her. And, and they did, everyone was making, because, because that shot of her, they were saying the shot of her shaving her head might've like the security guards were supposed to be blocking her, but they like had their heads angled so that people could get the shots because they would sell those shots for that somewhere was, e either like a million something or like hundreds of thousands of dollars that obviously I'm sure that they would give to some of the security guards. So like, yeah. it, it was, it's just her whole existence has just been like so fucking fucked that up, man. That was actually the highest grossing paparazzi image of all time, or at least at the time it was. And I think it got like 500 grand is what I read. Oh, it got 500? Okay, yeah. Because the guy was like, they might've gotten a million for it. But they definitely got several hundreds of thousands. So this is why, like, you know, this is where we get to this part, obviously, that we don't really, Brittany seems to have not had a ton of control over herself for a long time. And we don't really know, we're just so conflicted of the fact that, like, yes, we've seen erratic behavior, but she's also had shady people. But, like, then her dad's also in control of, like, she can't even drive herself oh, yeah, anywhere. Did we even or, get into that about the dad being go, shady? That's after this. Yeah, oh, you have that Sorry. after. Um, it's a but, dizzy episode. It's, it's, there's just a lot of shady shit. So a lot of people, you know, but, but then, but then the other side of that was that, yeah, she never stopped working. So if she's so, um, you know, incapable of being a grown up, how come you're still making her, why is she still what? doing all this stuff? Why, why? Cause I think the reason why her dad claimed that conservatorship was that he said she had early onset dementia, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In but, your twenties, which is basically unheard of. Right. But here she is remembering choreography for a two-hour show like I, I i don't so so this is where there's a lot of people that are like that think that she is fine that think that she's just being held and controlled by this and manipulated by this conservatorship to essentially silence her i listened to the britney graham podcast from i think it came out last year it was two comics mm -hmm. babs gray and tess barker who i know from la um but essentially they were saying like they, they got a voicemail from this paralegal that used to be involved with the conservatorship and like worked on the team and he kind of dropped a bunch of bombs and let them know. And, and it's a really good podcast to listen to, but some of the stuff that he was saying was that like, she's so controlled that there's like, she can't even give an, in, like all of her interviews have to be sent back to them to approve. So like, she's not even, she doesn't even have free speech right now. Like that she, like, and Tess was saying that she's like a journalist. She's like, I would never give people that permission, but like, there's like these interviews that she's done where people in the audience have said, oh yeah, when they showed it, they, like one time she like spoke out about her conservatorship and it was just edited completely out of the broadcast. Whoa. Um, there's, there's, I guess something where they, they interviewed her for something and she was next to Larry Rudolph, who is her manager that has been fired and, and, and rehired by Jamie, of course. 
but that she like literally can't even answer basic questions like what is your favorite song without like looking at him and that anytime she's asked to do something live they freak out because they know it can't be which which i mean we haven't seen britney live. give any live interviews in years yeah yeah so 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 people think that this is just like that she is absolutely being held against her will um i know that she was set to do this vegas another vegas residency called domination and right before she basically said that domination was canceled and then she disappeared um and her first put this is also like why people think that like she's being controlled her first post back was like a meme or something that said like or she wrote something that was like, oh, I'm taking some me time. And she did like an emoticon and everybody's like, oh, Brittany loves emojis. So people were like, people use that to be like, okay, is she even in control of her posts? And then also like her mom used that same post to be like, she's fine. But everyone was like, this doesn't feel like, like she hasn't posted in months and this is what she posts. So that was like a whole thing. Um, she did go on tour in support of her circus album from March 3rd to November 29th of 2009 which again was just a year after the conservatorship was put in place. So it's just very, very, very sketchy. Um, by 2018, she had a net worth of 59 million. In that same year, she spent $400,000 on living expenses and 600,000 on household supplies. But she spent a- She's uh, she shopping point- at West Elm. If you're spending 600K on household supplies- I mean, year, but- You should be I buying 50- West Elms. <laughs> If I had $59 million, I'd be spending so much more. Yeah. Um, But she did spend, but like, that's just in comparison to the $1.1 million that she has to spend on her conservator fees. Like she has to pay into this thing fucking every year. And her dad makes $128,000 salary off of that. Just from So, yeah. So Brittany has to pay more into being controlled than she actually gets to spend herself. Like, that's just nuts. Like, that's just, it's like, especially with how hard they had her working, that she was like, did this Vegas thing, promoted the tour, came out with an album. Um, law experts actually told the LA Times in 2019 that a conservatorship is, is like we've said, it's very unusual for someone as young and as productive as Britney's been. And that's why people are so fucking like, this is weird. It's usually for people with dementia that her dad says she has or mental disabilities, or people in like old folks' home. Like when your parents can't make decisions, you become their conservator. Um, Lawyers argued in 2019, hearing that Jamie had little to to no relationship with Brittany before the conservatorship. Um, And Jamie even admits that their relationship has always been strained. In for the record. I wonder why. Oh, yeah. In for the record, she calls her dad an asshole. She's like, oh, sometimes he's just like, he's... Just like he brought her like food or something like that. And she was like, or he, she he was crying because she looked really pretty. And she's like, I mean, most of the time he's such an asshole. And every so often he's like really nice. That's mm. what her son calls him too. Yeah. But also, you know, if we know a little bit about the history too, about Jamie and Lynn, like they were, they were like back and forth for a while. Like they were about to get divorced before I think she got pregnant. And I think he's also battled alcoholism. That doesn't always make you the best person when you're dealing with that, you know? So um, so it's been well documented. Um, so we mentioned the guy, the attorney that was, uh, the co-conservator for Britney's thing, this man named Andrew Wallet. in 2019, in March, 2019, he resigned writing in court filings. And this is kind of like, this is really kind of dark. He said that quote unquote, the conservatorship is engaged in numerous ongoing business activities requiring immediate attention. And if he didn't step down, Brittany would suffer substantial detriment, irreparable harm, and immediate danger. 
that's okay. pretty dark. Like, that's a really ominous thing to say. Yeah, especially because Andrew had just gotten a raise of basically, I think it was like $35,000 a week, and what? he still quit. Because well, it makes me wonder why, like, he personally felt like he needed to quit and not just, like, so, this conservatorship needs to end. Right, or, like, no, speak it, out more about what's happening. Yeah. Right. So, per the Britney's Graham podcast, per this paralegal that was part of the team, Wallet was so not okay. So, so essentially, I think we get into this. Well, oh, wait. Do we – Did do you talk about why she canceled the dementia – the dimension. I thought I put that there because I thought I thought it was. There oh yeah, too. I put it right there. The right in the next part, but you can mention it now. It doesn't actually matter. Okay. Okay. Whatever. Sorry, Mike, for the cut. No, yeah, um, whatever makes sense. So, per this cancellation of the domination tour, the reasons that were stated were that Brittany, why she disappeared, was that she checked herself into a mental hospital. Mm-hmm. Now, it is widely speculated and semi-confirmed by this source on on the podcast that. She didn't want to take her meds, and her dad is in charge of medicating her. So against her will, regardless if she wants to take medicine or not, she has to take them. And I think they, they call it like Britney's misbehaving or something like really like fucking creepy like that. So essentially, they were rehearsing for the tour, which Britney has also said like dancing, like that's her therapy. Like she needs that, which makes a lot of sense if you watch her Instagram and she's like, you know, dancing in her living room. That's why I'm like, oh my God, after hearing that, I'm like, oh my God, like she really is. She's like trying, I, I don't know, like she's working through shit. So domination was canceled and it's said because Brittany wouldn't take her medicine that her dad canceled the tour. He was like, you know what? I'm canceling this tour for you. Well, and you're going to go and you're going to go into a mental hospital. And the excuse that he gives is that his colon ruptured. That's yeah. Well, he he did he his colon did rupture, but he yeah. said blame it on my illness. Because she because she's like I can't just cancel this, and he's like just blame it on my illness. So oh, that's wow. why she was like, oh my dad almost died, so I'm not gonna do it. But behind the scenes, Jamie was pissed that she wouldn't take her meds, so they put her in a mental institution. And the reason why Andrew Wallet resigned, pulled himself away, because he. It was so bad that an attorney, like, that they put her in a mental institution against her will that he thought that he was going to get disbarred by being associated with this conservatorship. So he took him. So that's why he did it. So he took himself out of the equation because he was like, what's going on here is so bad that they're going to take away my license. Okay. I've got to ask though, like, how was this paralegal if they're really connected? Like, how were they able to talk about this? How have they not gotten sued into oblivion by now? He, it was There's not like so many paralegals working on Bernie Spears conservatorship. I'm imagining. I mean, who knows if he was at a thing, but it was like, he stayed anonymous and, you know, like said all this stuff. It's also like, who would know any of this inside stuff? That's yeah. so. Well, it, yeah. It, yeah. But he also said that Brittany's team, um, Basically, when they were talking about this hospital hospitalization that I think Larry Rudolph or one of them, and this is where you just go, this is gross. This girl is being abused. She's being used. That somebody on her team said, quote, at the very least, this will help with ticket revenue. Or at the very least, the hospitalization will help with ticket revenue when we reannounce Vegas. Gross. I know. I know. When I, I thought that that was... All of it is just like a business, how they can business play her. That, that, that's all it's ever been, like, since she was little. I mean, truly, like, she was on Star Search when she was younger. Her parents were like, you know, it was like, 
they were putting her in all these things. They were, she was, her and her mom were like living in New York when she was a kid because she was off Broadway. Like she's never, she's never not been there, been their person. I know she really reminds me of Judy Garland with that. Like she's our, our generation's Judy Garland. Wait, can we also talk about the conspiracy? And I think we talked about it the other night, but the conspiracy that they made her change her voice so that she didn't sound like, like her and Christina, Christina. Aguilera oh, yeah. had similar voices, but they made Britney um, sing higher in a higher register because mm-hmm. they thought, you know, to set her apart and they thought it would be, and that's why she doesn't sing live because her Which voice I is feel actually like fucked is, up. Like, it's funny because to me, like, that was such a dumb choice because I literally grew up thinking Britney Spears could not sing because they have her sing in this like dumb fake baby voice. Yeah. I will say one thing. But, one it, but if you Google, we found it last night. I don't even know what to Google, but like. Was it on Minimax? There's this video of her, I think on Star Search. Star Search. Search. Yeah, Star Search. She's singing Love like, Can Build a, a Bridge. fucking amazing voice. And I'm like, damn, where has this been the whole time? I will say, I feel like you kind of get can get like tired after a, a one too many Christina songs. You know what I mean? You can't really like the ballads can tire you out. Meanwhile, I'm on the elliptical or at the bar the entire blackout discography. So I'll give I mean, the, it's definitely easier for like us lay people to sing. Yeah, I'll, sure. give the, I'll give the Swedish men who produce whatever voice Britney sings from now 2% credit of that. But I know it's yeah. so insane because I never knew she could actually like have that like- Like deep, belt it. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys like, watch- Did you guys watch the video that I sent of the Mickey Mouse Club? I'll check it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, it's like, it's so funny because since I was such a huge stalker of like pop music when I was younger, <laughs> I used to have all these like before they were stars on VH1. And so they had a whole thing on Britney and NSYNC and all this. So I'd seen, there's like videos of her singing in church. It's like I had seen, like I was very well aware of all these videos and I never even put it together watching them that like, oh, she doesn't sound like that now. I just thought that her voice, like mature, you know, you just think that it goes a different way, but you definitely, you're like, oh yeah, when she, because I think there's another video of her singing in church. I forget what she's singing, but it's also like big and power, like, and, and like low and deep. And, you know, she's a child. It's, it's, it's I don't, like she has like, her voice has like soul to it. Like her original, yeah. Which is so heartbreaking when you think now that you're like, oh God, because now the running joke is they pimp her out for music and everyone says she can't sing because they're forcing her to sing in a voice that's not her voice. So it really, yeah. You, she gets fucked from both ends of it. Yeah, now the conspiracy is that because she's been singing in that high voice so long, she actually can't sing, and that's why she needs, that's why she's always lip syncing at her concerts. And also because no human can sing in the way that, like, they, the voice they programmed her to sing for that long. Yeah, one of the, like, conspiracies on one of the Instagram things that, you know, again, like, we don't know where it's coming from is that she wanted to do an album in her regular register. Like she wanted to do like an acoustic album where she like sings in her regular voice and they were like, no. Can you imagine that? I don't get why they would do that, but whatever. Oh baby, baby. How was I supposed? I wouldn't eat that up. I mean. That would be amazing. Yeah. I would love it. Love it too. Well, also we kind of mentioned this a little bit, but like, and when we're talking about shady characters, um, Britney Spears' dad is no saint either. Um, so, as we kind of mentioned, in September 2019, he expressed the desire to step down from his role in the conservatorship to focus on his health, resume a few months later. Um, but in on August 24th, there was this alleged altercation between Jamie Spears and his grandkids that was yeah. truly uh, disturbing. Um, according to the police report, Jamie got very angry with his grandson, Sean, who was 13 at the time, and broke a door. A day later, Kevin Federline, 
Kevin Federline. Wow, a name. What Haven't a name. heard it so long. Um, he filed that Jamie physically assaulted Sean. Both Federline and Spears' children, so Bernie and Kev- Kevin's kids, were granted restraining orders against their grandpa. And, and also because of this um, alleged incident, Kevin got his custody adjusted from initially 50-50 to 70-30 in 2018 to then 90% custody. That's so, like, she can barely see her kids too, which like also. Yeah. Her. And like, she can't leave the house. She can't leave her house. And because her dad is insane. Because I mean, that's the, uh, all her pictures of her kids, they look so cute. And like her boys love her. And do you remember when um, the son went live on Instagram and was like, being like, my dad's an asshole. What? She, uh, it was earlier this year, I want to say. He went live on Instagram and was like, ask me any questions. Uh, and he was like, People were like, oh, when's your mom gonna release new music? And he was like, I don't really think she wants to. They asked about her current boyfriend, and he was like, oh, he's really nice. I like like the like Sam guy. I think his name is Sam Asgari. Yeah, yeah. Sam Asgari. yeah, they like him. And then they're like, oh, what about your dad? And he's like, he's an asshole. F like fuck him. Wait, Kevin or or Britney's dad? Oh no, uh, Britney's dad. He like the son likes Kevin and Sam. Not oh, love. Okay, him. and doesn't like the grandpa. Yeah, not the grandpa. Jesus. Um, also, I feel as though we would be remiss if we did not cover both sides of this story. So in the conservatorship's defense, they say that Brittany is involved with the business decisions. They mm-hmm. say the conservatorship would make her vulnerable to shady people like our guy, Sam Lupty. Um, and in April 2019, Brittany put out a post on her Instagram saying, don't believe everything you read and hear. And what I need right now is a bit of privacy to deal with all the hard things that life is throwing my way. So, um, cause I remember this was like when the free Britney movement became yeah. big again. And so she put out that statement. The other note is that, um, according to this report in the LA times where they talked to a bunch of legal experts, they say that courts generally try to let people manage their own affairs unless they really can't. So I'm going to chalk all that. I, I will personally chalk all that up to sure, Jan. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> also they're like, oh, let's believe the thing Brittany posts on her Instagram account that I don't think she's, she does the dancing, but I don't think she's uploading it. You know what I mean? Sure. But that's, I'll let them have their side. For sure. I mean, that's, that's what they claim. And they're, they're kind of like, oh, well, like she's so unwell that she can't, take care of herself but they kind of say like but out of like niceness to her we let her perform we let her do the stuff because she enjoys it and blah 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 let her perform at a community theater in louisiana with no spotlight or like in her backyard don't make don't pimp her out you know what i mean yeah poor girl but this is all back in the news uh mainly because uh we're saying that there's gonna be uh the August situation coming up about them renegotiating it. Uh, But also two anonymous sources told CNN that Spears asked the judge to remove the conservatorship in May, 2019. I mean, anonymous sources, CNN, who knows? Uh, The sources claim that basically we don't know the full story and Brittany isn't even aware of her own mental issues to understand why the conservatorship is necessary in the first place. Uh, Brittany, uh, Brittany's attorney told LA Times in 2019, she's always evolved in every career and business decision, period. It's just, it's also so many mixed signals. And also if she is being medicated, what are they medicating her with that she can be coherent knowing things. Uh, Brittany's dad did end up stepping down as her conservator in September, 2019. 
Uh, Jody Montgomery, uh, Brittany's longtime care manager, is now the new uh, head of it, at least until August 22nd. And it's interesting because last year, too, I remember that was when it was in the case so much because Lynn Spears always felt like she was left out about what was happening with it. She was saying, Jamie doesn't fill me in. And she even brought it to court in Louisiana, which funny enough, I think she was like dating, <laughs> dating someone high up in like the Louisiana. Oh my God. Um, to like help with her case. It's a whole thing always. It's a whole thing with, Jam- with uh, Jamie. Uh, but so in August 22nd, we're gonna be able to potentially see what happens with this. Uh, on July 2014, so literally this week. Uh, July 14th. July 14th, 2020. Oh my God. <laughs> Can I tell, I've only had two of my five required cold brews today. So I think that's why my brain is short. I totally subtweeted you in our caption today. I made a reference about like six cold brews. I was like, that's, I know. I was like, I know Danny drinks like six cold brews a day. I got my McDonald's iced coffee. <laughs> I, I'm real, I feel Brittany. You know what I mean? I'm about to shave my head. I'm drinking McDonald's iced coffee. We all, that's what I'm saying. You can just do it. We have the time for it to grow back. We have the time. I would truly look like, uh, like prosthetic arm in Game of Thrones war scene. Like I feel like I couldn't pull off a shave. I don't head. know what that means. I don't, exactly. That's why I can't pull it off. Uh, that's also why I'm saying I feel like we should never judge whenever anyone was like, oh my God, Miley Cyrus was drunk after Hannah Montana. I'm like, weren't you drunk sophomore year of college? But that's a whole different thing. <laughs> Legit. Um, weren't you drunk sophomore year of high school? Ugh, come on. <laughs> Haven't I been drunk since like 2010? Like chill. Lesbianist. Yeah, I, I literally just came out of a blackout from 20 years ago and I'm like, July 14th, 2020. Okay. Um, according to these documents obtained by The Blast, which I've like, they've been doing a lot of content in quarantine with like up-to-date stuff. So shout out to them. Uh, Lynn Spears has filed a request with the LA Superior Court to be included again on any special notice of all matters having to do with Britney Spears's trust. So she's kind of reigniting. She knows that this uh, court date is coming up about our conservatorship. So Lynn wants to be able to be more in the know to see what happens. The trust in question is the SJB revocable trust the singer established in 04, so 2004, to protect her multi-million dollar assets and for her two children's use in the future. Because these kids, I mean, of course, you want to give your kids uh, all the money, like give them the money that they're not letting Britney spend, at least. Uh, it's also meant to hold and manage her material financial assets during her lifetime and provide distribution of those assets upon her death. So the court date will be coming up, we said, uh, to extend the agreement on August 22nd. And there's also that yellow shirt thing, like apparently oh, oh Danny didn't oh, yeah, go into cons- it. That's I, a conspiracy. Yeah. Truly, I'm like, this is like girl from the grudge situation where you're like, people are saying that they, it's kind of with the the kids on, the, the, the kids on TikTok, I'm so old now, uh, but they're commenting on her dance videos. Cause obviously anybody, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, Brittany does her dancing in her hallway. Uh, people are saying, they were commenting, like, if you need help, wear yellow in your next video. And then there was a video of her wearing yellow. So there is that. I mean, our girl does love a floral color. So I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. on that board. Um, what would really be intense, and we know it was real, was if they were like, if you need help, wear high-waisted shorts on your next video. Right. Then we'd be like, something's wrong. Then we'd be like, or, we got to save Britney. If you, if, you, if you need help, wash your eye makeup off. <laughs> Well, there's there's a whole conspiracy that her eyeliner's tattooed. Oh yeah. That there's badly? A- I've gotta believe that it can't be. 
I know, I know. So there's a whole rumor that her, that her eyeliner said, these are also like more things going on with it, that her eyeliner's tattooed and that Sam was like auditioned to be her like keeper or whatever. Like, like Sam Danny, Lucky? No, Sam. No, uh, Sam, uh, her boyfriend. They have the same name. Um, Danny, you shared that uh, TikTok where like they're doing a workout video and he just says smile to her. Like she's not oh, smiling. Yeah. And then he goes smile and she's like, cheese. Like there's something Hello. like, but he Did says it like under her breath. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there's just there's like, there's all kinds of things. Yeah, mm, and, creepy. Uh, other video people were like, oh, now if you need help, do a video outside holding dogs. Her next video was outside. She didn't have dogs, but you know it's hard to get dogs in quarantine, I guess. So, who knows? Who knows? You only have so many backdrops. This is like a little tenuous. You got to start being more specific with your requests. Yeah. I think soon they're gonna be like, go to Cabo. She's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think also like there, this this is like, I mean. It's so crazy because it's like you. It's been all of our timelines lately because it's it's happening soon. Um, the the hearing, but like they they full on have the full setup for her. There's petitions you can sign. There are people that are going to the courthouse. They're protesting. There's numbers you can call. Like you can like they they've made this an actionable thing. Yeah, there's like um, literally a White House.gov petition. Which honestly, I'm like, no offense, but Congress needs to focus its energy on making sure that we do not descend into a fascist dictatorship. Yeah, like they do not need to focus their energy on Britney Spears. I we also have was serious. Say, yeah. We have more serious issues yeah. at play. Yeah. Yeah. Congress are, do not get involved right now. You can call for Brett. There are a few more important numbers you can call about some other issues before you get into Brit. Um, but you know, if you have the time and you got, you know, you really are feeling vocal about a lot of things. You, they, they give you the- Yeah, you, you certainly can get involved yeah. if you do want yeah. to. Well, here's the thing, yeah. I, I want our girl to be happy, so. The thing is like, I just don't feel super comfortable like saying one thing or another because like there's so much that we don't know. Yeah. And it's like i don't know i i truly do feel like she is getting like it's judy garland but by by more force of people like watching over her it really well is. i don't i don't think that like either her dad like i don't think that's a good situation but like well her parents are very the alternative like she she has been vulnerable to these like sam lefty type characters yeah. so it's like i think it's just bad on both sides Here's my thing. Like, I, would like, I don't know what the solution is. She can be my roommate. You know, I'll watch over. I'll hang out with her. She can do right. I'm cool. I'll make hey, you her... guys. I just realized. I just want to fix this real quick before anybody says anything. Thirty-five k a month was Andrew Wallet, not thirty-five k a week. I was so thirty-five okay. k a month is still fucking still a still lot. of cash. You shot. You get yeah. into less down with that. Let me tell you that. That's an entry level salary per month. It's crazy. Wow. I mean, truly. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess we really don't know the insides. What I mean, I think what we all can, you know, see from her Instagram is that is that it's just definitely doesn't look like somebody who's who's, you know, like I don't know, like that's that. I, I want to say like lived a regular life. It just, it's just, it just. She just yeah. does seem a little bit off, you know. Like yeah. what she seems. I feel like we can we can say that. Um, we want the best for her, and we don't think this is it right now. But and you, but we don't know what the best is for her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah like because we don't actually know. Like I know we all like have joked and we've been like Britney's off her meds or Britney's meds, but like all those fucking the fact that she has to see all those mugs. If I if Britney made it through 07, you can make it through today. Like, yeah, I mean we we oh. don't know about you know we don't actually know what 
her diagnosis was and what meds she actually needed to take. And we don't know if like Sam Lefty was giving her the right ones and we don't know if her dad is giving her the right ones. We don't know if she's on them. We don't know if she needs them. We really don't fucking know yeah. anything. But I think all that we do know is that you go on her Instagram and you just want to like hug her. Yeah, you see it because it's a thing where it's like, there's unfortunately so many sides to this story and situation. And it's a heartbreaking thing. Cause I mean, it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, she's a woman, she's a person that all the people's sides who care about her should just be what is best for her. Right. And it's unfortunate. And I feel like it's an unfortunate thing when you have someone who is a moneymaker and a, yeah. an icon that they, that so, gets. And that I do feel like what's best for her is like, we, the public are not owed anything. No. And of course her team has been like very, very mum about this arrangement the whole time. And like, you could argue that they have, you know, shady motivations for doing that. But then the flip side is like, it's not in, in Britney Spears' best interest for like, for them to divulge what's going on to the public. Like, again, we are really not owed any information and we, we may just really never know. I know. I, yeah. my, my, I always say my dream for her, if it would be happy for her, she deletes all her social media. She never does a tour again. And she just moves to like a farm and paints. I feel like she'd be so happy doing that. She, she just wants to be normal. Like she truly, do- yeah, it's just so, ugh. Like she says she loves, like, again, she, like she loves performing and doing all that stuff. But like, yeah, she, she, I think the, the pay that you, what you have the price to pay to be able to do that was like so much that she, there was something else that they said on the podcast that they said that in an interview with her, like something that was, or like something back mm-hmm. from like her old article, like from like Rolling Stone was like, yeah, I just want to go out with my girlfriends. It just gets so exhausting asking, asking for permission for everything. Like this is just the beginning. Oh. And that was like back, like before she was the mega star. Like I just could, it just I like- I can't she, even imagine like wanting to be no. that, like wanting to be that famous. That's like the, I feel like the last oh, thing God. I would ever want. Yeah, it's uh, like, I'll, give me, give me a BB Rexa level. That's the dream. That's- <laughs> BB Rexa couldn't pick BB Rexa out of a lineup. Exactly. <laughs> could be next to you at Obama Pond, and you're, yeah, you're just like olives on the side, and that's a good life. I feel like I don't know why, but I feel like Obama Pond comes up in like every episode. Girl, because I it's like fun their, to say. It's fun to say. It's fun to say, Aubon, and Danny Aubon loves Aubon it. Pond. I like an Obama Pond, but I love a Panera, and I mean, there's that. You don't like Pret? Oh, I like Pret. I or is. Or Robbie's oh, mom calls it. Robbie's mom calls it Pret the manager. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it's usually like uh, Pret the manager. That's yeah, hilarious. I like that, I like that name. They're great right for just like, grab and go, but there's you never grab and go anymore because where are we going? <laughs> you just you grab. grab and go back home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> grab and go um, home. Yeah. So well, there's a lot. Yeah, it's definitely a sad know. episode because I feel like this is just. I don't know. It's kind of hard to joke about, and we don't want to make light of it. But, well, but just, whatever. Yeah, it's just hard to think that there are these that, like, yeah, that this thing was put in place that is like never put in place for people this young, usually, you know. And it's like, yeah, and and it also seems like the um, the reason it's in place is for a reason that like we don't even know if it's true, and that's I think the most frustrating thing. So I think what everybody should do now. Uh, join our Facebook group, not another true crime group. Let us know how you feel about true Britney, crime. and yeah. also and also give us a five star review with your favorite Britney song because 
My favorite is Phonography, which is a hot take. I don't even know that one. That's like exactly. a deep cut. So yeah, leave us a five-star review. Uh, add your favorite Britney song or just shout out Hillary Duff again and be sure to follow us. You know, we need it. We, Britney doesn't need to be followed. We do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And free Britney, I guess. Free Britney? It's Britney um, question mark. But yeah. in any case, thank you guys for listening and keep sending us your episode suggestions. And we will talk to you next week. Batches.